Well, well, well. What? What is going on what? here? Well, you, oh look, there's there's two of us. There's there's me, and then there's you and me. Yeah, that's better. I was going to say, what what did you do? You I had the wrong output. The wrong output. Well, it wouldn't be one of our shows without some kind of technical difficulty, would it, John? Of course it wouldn't. Of course it wouldn't. Do you think they can, do you think they can actually hear me today? Because that would be a bloody good start if they could. Why wouldn't they Sounds be able to hear you? Sounds five. Yeah. Well, no. Good, good. Um, so, um, I, I, I want to start off today by telling you a cautionary tale, John. Um, and giving some advice and saying some things that some of our audience might not like to hear. Oh, starting off Gosh, like that. Starting like that, are we? Starting like that. Yeah. <clears throat> We've been doing the rounds this evening on Twitter, on social media, on everything, that a young YouTuber uh, by the name of the stage name, shall I say, her real name was Claire, name uh, Little Tay, is apparently passed away. Mm -hmm. right? And I have seen all of the usual suspects mm -hmm. saying, yeah. died suddenly, died yeah, yeah. suddenly, died suddenly. Uh, and I've seen people, lots of people, saying this, uh, is to do for sure with a certain pharmaceutical product. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, what they fail to do is even the most basic research, if this story indeed is true, the parents appear to have announced it on Instagram, they didn't just lose one child, they lost two at the same time in their statement. So, are you meaning to tell me that a pharmaceutical product right, kills well, two siblings well, well, at exactly the same time. Well, no, I'm not telling you anything because I don't know anything about it, but what happened? Looks like a car crash. Okay, well, I don't... Right, so, who was driving? Looks like the older brother was driving. And he died as well? Uh-huh. Okay, so, cause of the car crash? Don't know yet. Still under investigation. So, but what I can tell you, it's not. You can't. How can you tell me it's not? Well, I can tell you that. You can't say it's were, not. Well, well, what I am saying for sure is that both siblings were not killed by. Well, they may have been killed as a result of that, though. That's because that, if that, that had affected the driver, then the other one, although not directly killed by it, is affected by it in much the same way. What I will say is this, though. There are people like Alex Mitchell, who we've had on the show, yeah. who um, get derided on social media and called names that they're very clearly not. Because, you know, the man lost a leg. Yeah. Because directly causality, because of... Yeah, and lucky not to lose his life. Exactly. Now, the reason that he is chastised, you know, one of the main reasons that people like him are chastised, derided, called names, and not believed on social media is because people with much bigger voices keep doing shit like this. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, and it's why people like us get these labels on us as well, despite the fact, <sighs> you know, we, we never join those choruses of voices. Um, and it's really starting to do my head in. It really is starting to do my head in. Because... No, I mean, so I, I, I was watching a guy called Michael Schellenberger 
And he's mm. he's quite good. He's a kind of environmentalist. He's a lefty, right? Mm-hmm. But he seems to be an intelligent lefty that hasn't been corrupted by the left, if, if that makes sense. <laughs> so someone I could relate to, you mean? Yeah, yeah, because he's very much yeah. into... He's very much... He's looked at climate change and he has good views on it, I think. He's looked he's at nuclear, to a, He's very much a proponent of nuclear power. Uh, who, right? who wouldn't be? Well, it's, well most, most lefties aren't for some reason. I'll tell you the reason. I'll tell you the exact reason because these people, you can't really call them lefties. What you can call them is professional protesters. Yeah. And if they don't have something to protest because nuclear power is an actual answer, then, then what have they got in their lives? And the thing that... And you're right, because the thing that gets me I am is, right, yeah. The thing that gets me is, it's like these people on Twitter that they just knee-jerk to the, the beat of the MSM like that. Yeah. Well, Andrew is, was involved in a chat I had earlier, and he's obviously picking up the baton because I was busy doing all this crap. So, but... The chat basically involved this guy saying nonsense about everybody needs to be restricted, and Andrew was pointing out that that is the path to tyranny, which it is. And, uh, and I said, well, actually, what you really want to do is you must point out, and you know, in response to this guy, not Andrew, but I said you must point out the misinformation, and you must point out and call people to account, you know. Yes. You know, if they're making statements, they need to be able to defend those statements. Mm-hmm. And this guy basically says, I know nothing. I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it was like that whole conspiracy bot thing earlier on, or whatever it's called on Twitter. The thing's got like half a million followers. Yeah. Right? And I'll go to my profile because I want to read his uh, tweet and then my tweet verbatim I don't like forget these sorts of things wrong but I quote tweeted him this morning because um, where is it give me a second here conspiracy bot he or she tweeted six hours ago they are evil on a scale that is unfathomable <laughs> what the right that's it who's they that's the tweet who's they so I quote tweeted it and I said one who are they two what exactly are they doing that's evil? Free. If we know who they are and what they what they are doing, why can't we seemingly stop it? And four, is this just complete nebulous nonsense and hyperbole to anger people? And I said this means nothing. And I yet think, thousands will like and share it. I think four was on the nail. Hmm. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. These people, or, or whatever they are, they build up these audiences, yeah. and then they just tweet. It's, it's people like bloody Melville. Melville does the same thing, right? They build up these audiences, and then they just tweet this utter nonsense. It's just, it's meaningless, it's hyperbole, and its only design is to keep themselves relevant and to make other people angry. And with that, I'd like to welcome one and all to this episode 243 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, who knows nothing. You you know nothing, John. (laughs) And Ben. Uh. 
So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things Until I'm fucking buried in my grave A wonderful piece of ASMR I didn't even for get you it. there. The, the, I think you went too soon. Because he said that a few times. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Right. What shall we talk about? Do you want to talk about the fourth turning? What did you think about it? Uh, well, 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 I just think it's a load of bollocks. Why do you think it's a load of bollocks, though? Well, because it's... I mean, how deep did you go into it? I did about an hour's research. Right, that's not bad for you. Yeah. For a millennial, that. that's pretty good. Yeah, I did about an hour's yeah. research. Um, and, yeah, I, I understand the concept, I understand the theory, uh, and I just think it's a load of bollocks. Uh-huh, it yeah. can't, the, the problem is, they've created a theory that can't be proven wrong. Yeah, right, but having said that, Predictions they've made based on the hypothesis appear to come true. Well, it depends. From a certain point of view, possibly. From a certain point of view, possibly not. Well, uh, if... uh, Explain that statement to me. Well, have you ever heard of the concept, um, same film, two screens? Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, everyone looks at something differently, yeah. Yes, and that's exactly uh, that's exactly what I'm applying here. So do you, 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 I quite like I like the idea of it because then it gives you a target for a date when things might start getting better. Well, yeah, and you know that can give some people some hope, but that really I think is all it can do. I mean, they're they're, they're conflating things like a financial crash and a revolutionary war. Mm-hmm. And they're calling them the same sort of disasters, and I'm thinking, no, no, they're not. No, they're not calling them the same sort of disasters. What they are saying, they're they are parts of a crisis, and yes, yes, they are. Well, I don't. And I think I that, think but... those kind of things are interlinked because if you think about it, I mean, the Second World War really did follow on from the the depression of the thirties, and that was an interlinked. Incidents, and and in some respects, you know the the wars since two thousand, you know, have kind of followed on as a result of financial instability in the markets. So I think these are I think these are intrinsically linked um, events. Well, once again, yes and no. Um, same same film two screens yeah that's fine you can look at all but you can look at all of these things from a completely different point of view um and and i really do think there's a lot of reaching going on to say that we're in the same type of crisis that we were in let's say during the revolutionary war the u.s revolutionary war and Mm -hmm. you can even take a look at the u.s revolutionary war because one side of that looks at it as a united states revolution and one side looks at it as a civil war okay yeah they are they are two very different things. A revolution is very different to a civil war. And and yet you see this one revolutionary war that we commonly call before the before the quote unquote civil war this is. Um the war of uh, independence. Well, yes. Uh, and we look we look at these things and 
what, what do you see it as? Do you see it as a revolutionary war or do you see it as a civil war? Because once again, they're two very, very different things. And I think there's there's a lot of reaching going on. Oh, well, it's not. I, anyway, think, I, I don't see it as a civil war. Yeah, but you don't, but others do. Why would One it, whole side of that war do. Why would it be a civil war? Because it was countrymen fighting one another. Yes, but that that well, you see, you've got you've got a problem there because it's not really countrymen fighting one another; it's colonials fighting other colonials. Because at that point, everybody was a colonist. Uh, and once again, you're absolutely right. Uh-huh. But also, in the mind of the people at the time, you're wrong. Well, you don't know the what the minds of the people of the time were saying, because, as always, history is only ever written by the winner. Yeah, of course it is. And the only way you can really trust anything in history is by what's left behind, not by what's said. The, the only parts of history that are that are, you can really tangently say 100% are true is the fact that the Sphinx and the Great Pyramid of Giza are there. Right? Yes, they're there, yeah. The fact that the Great Wall of China is there. Yeah, it's there. You can't you can't say they're not there, but no, you, you can't. can't say for sure why they're there. And you can't say how they were built and when they were built. Exactly. Exactly. The only parts of history that mm-hmm. you can completely you can completely say for sure are true is what is left, not what but is. Let's spoken. not go down a rabbit hole this evening. I, I I quite like the fourth turning. Um, I think Spencer quite enjoyed it. Tony probably it, yeah. doesn't have. Tony's probably more on your side of things. Well, we don't we yeah. don't have sides here. We just have different viewpoint. Um, I think uh, Andrew's kind of want to see how it plays out. Yeah, I, I'd like to see if it plays out. See if this plays out and comes out, and things start to change around about twenty thirty, which is kind of what's the prediction. What the prediction is, right? Uh-huh. And for that to happen, you'll need someone who will lead you out of this, or you'll need something that will lead you out of this, right? That will turn people back and, and more introspective and more towards individualism, right? And that thing is not Donald Trump. <laughs> no, and you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm, uh, look, it is not Donald Trump. <laughs> I've been thinking long about, long and hard about this for years now. And do you know what? Fine, I'll do it. Go on. No, I'll do it. You'll do what? I'll lead you out of this. <laughs> you better, you better step up your game. Uh, I'll get a scepter and a cape. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought it was quite a good... Um, I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was quite a good um, hypothesis. Um, whether it comes to pass or not, it's, um, it's worth, worth looking at, I think. It's always I, worth I, looking at these things, though, don't you think? Oh, 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 and the thing is, I'm not saying that I don't... You know, I don't dislike the concept. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I don't like the fact that it appears to be built on things that are so supposed. There's so much supposition here, and we just don't know whether or not what they're saying about history is true. We don't know whether or not what we're conflating now and to 80, 90 years ago even is, is right. Um, mm-hmm. There's just so many variables that I don't like it. <laughs> Well, the thing is, there are so many variables in this kind of subject. This is this is why 
these subjects do tend to be a tad woolly because yep. you you can't this isn't you can't work this out with mathematics you can't this isn't you know like well, I was going to say cosmology but <laughs> bloody hell that's 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 a whole different ball of <laughs> ball of worms altogether. I've just worked out how we can mathematically work this all out. Go on. We're sending Diane Abbott. She'd get it. She'd come <laughs> back. She'd come back out with forty-two, wouldn't she? <laughs> Speaking of cosmology, did you see what the James Webb Space Telescope has found? What's the James Webb Space Kit? Te- Telescope found now? A question mark in space. Now, I don't mean something metaphorical. I mean a literal a a literal question mark in space. (laughs) I find the question mark. (laughs) And it's like mean. It's like (laughs) what does it mean? (laughs) What does it mean? (laughs) Obviously. If you were at all minded, you would go there and find out <laughs> what the hell is this. But they then they then spoil it by saying it's very red shifted, so it's obviously far away. But then again, if you actually follow cosmology at all, red shift is a load of shite. <laughs> it doesn't tell us anything. These people need to get a grip. But yeah, so the James Webb Space Telescope has found this huge question mark in space. They're thinking it might be a galaxy that's kind of been distorted. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or somebody's fucking having a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think. How often are these pictures from these telescopes manipulated? Very often. Well, they're never not manipulated because they're never exactly. pictures. None of these things exactly. are pictures. It's just a bit stream. And it just makes shit up. I mean, it's like there isn't a picture of the Earth as a globe because nothing's far enough away to take it. Yeah, the, I, I remember seeing the footage from within the within the, the bloody... Up top, anyway, they open it up, and the whole Earth is filling the window, and you can you cannot see the edges of it. Oh, of course you can, because it's too it's too close. They're only like two hundred and fifty miles up. I mean, that's nothing. No, I mean, they're, that's, sort of... they're they're closer to me than I am to you. Press the button. <laughs> that's true. It is. That that is that is uh, that is absolutely one hundred percent accurate. They are closer when they well when they fly over your head, they're closer to you than I am. What yes. um, who says hair on the lens? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, the, the question no, mark. No, it's a giant glowing yellow question mark. <laughs> Long hair. It's not hair. It's blonde. No, it's not. It's not a blonde hair. It's a giant glowing yellow question mark. (laughs) Eva, your focus is going soft again. Just because I moved back. All right. Okay. Right. Eva, one of the employees is having a laugh. Or there really are extraterrestrials out there, and they are the ones trolling us. They're having a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we've we are we have the technology. Put a question mark out there. Wait till they find it. They'll spend decades wondering what this means. We'll just sit here laughing. (laughs) It's crazy. 
if there are extraterrestrials with the intelligence to, uh, you know, create space vehicles, intergalactic travel, probes up the anus, all of that, <laughs> surely they have a sense of humour. You would hope so. <laughs> you would hope so. You would. <laughs> Spencer says, reminds me of the yeah. smash robots laughing yeah. at the humans. Well, exactly. Absolutely. Mm. So, um, Right, let's get let's get back to serious business. Um, so I've been I wasn't very well yesterday, so I spent nearly the whole day on the couch, just Me too. watching YouTube. Me too. <laughs> okay, okay. And that's so, all. I mean, I used the time when I wasn't sleeping. I used the time profitably, and I went through quite a few things. And one thing that I started to dig into a bit was the psychology of what's been going on. You know, over the last couple of years, and in fact, it's not just the last couple of years; it's been going on for ages, hasn't it? Really, yeah. when you think. If about you're talking it. about the thing that you were telling me this morning, you wanted to talk about, right? Oh no, no, that's something else. That's further on. Oh okay. Right, so no, this is this is. I, I was wanting to talk about our leaders. You know, the people that we vote for, the people that we choose to make our decisions for us. And I was looking at them and I'm thinking... I'd use, that, I'd use the term choose quite loosely Well, there. yes, I know, but we, we've, we do have to stand up and be counted here. We, what we've got to do is we've got to turn around and, and go after these people at every opportunity because when you look at them, you've got Matt Hancock. Let's talk about Matt In Hancock. In a legal way, by the way. Yeah. Censorship goals. Yeah, but you look at Matt Hancock, right? I mean, the man is obviously a narcissistic, and this is only my view as a layman, but he's obviously a narcissistic psychopath. Well, I can tell you, as an autist, he is definitely an autist. We can smell He's that. a narcissistic psychopath. Yeah. There's nothing autistic about him. The guy's mentally ill, right? Boris Johnson, narcissistic psychopath. Right? Was Truss... Narcissistic psychopath, Rishi Sunak, narcissistic psychopath, stroke sociopath, maybe. I'll maybe turn him down a bit because he's not quite. Keith Starmer, narcissistic wetty. Yeah. Angela Raymer, narcissistic idiot. Diane Abbott, idiot. <laughs> ginger growler, find, find the ginger growler. Onlyfans.com ginger growler. Bill Gates. <laughs> Narcissistic sociopath, George Soros, yep. narcissistic sociopath, you know, I mean, Henry, Kissi Henry Kissinger, narcissistic sociopath stroke psychopath, George Bush, mm -hmm. narcissistic sociopath stroke idiot, uh, mm -hmm. Hunter Biden, idiot, crackhead, mm -hmm. uh, President Biden, narcissistic psychopath probably, but no longer has a mental capacity to see it through. You know, Didn't Obama, Obama on the initial campaign trail. Obama, narcissistic psychopath, definitely. So all these people have this underlying trend. They're all narcissistic psychopaths, and really, we need to kind of stop this. We need to stop these people getting into positions of power. Yeah, but and it's difficult because. Narcissistic psychopaths are really good at getting into positions of power. But it's not just that, John. It's not just that. It's, it's also that the vast majority of our populations, especially here in the West, okay, because 
you know, in lesser developed nations, actually, they still do like a, a revolution every now and again, right? Yeah. They do like a coup every now and again. But in more heavily developed nations, in Western nations especially, we're comfortable. Yeah. And when we're comfortable, we allow narcissistic psychopaths to slip in yeah. and take power and that's what's happened i mean hey, oh and, and i'm not i'm not letting donald off the hook narcissistic psychopath stroke sociopath definitely yeah, i agree oh i did you know i keep trying to tell people you keep trying to tell people we keep trying to tell people these people be it donald or anybody are not going to save you from anything no, no. they're not well just i mean Donald's the guy that come up with warp speed. Warp speed. Yeah. Warp you know? speed. Warp yeah. speed. Get Operation nice jabs in those arms. Warp speed. Yeah. That's that. But people look at him as some sort. But, but, but the thing is, like, people look at him as some sort of hero, some sort of savior. You know, some sort of god. Even some people really do look at him that way, and He's it really savior. confuses me. Right, he's just—he's just a billionaire that went bankrupt a few times, and is pretty good at talking on stage. Yeah, yeah. And really well, actually, I don't like the way he talks on stage because he repeats everything three times. You know, it's like it—it it, it gets to me because I really don't like the way he talks on stage because he repeats he's everything doing three times. Doing the bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he's like? He does tend to repeat everything three times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing a bit he's of brainwashing. Bit. <laughs> he's doing a bit, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but no, people might not like us for saying Donald's not your savior. He's Don't not. care. Don't care. Yeah, I've, I've, Call I've, it been, as thinking, I've Call been thinking whilst yeah. we're on this. Stage. I'll tell you who else isn't your savior. If you're an oh. American, Ron DeSantis. Of course not. He's not your savior. Like Governor, Governor Ron did good after the first month during the alleged pandemic, right? Yeah, but he didn't start good, did he? No, he didn't. Didn't start good, but he did good, yeah. right? He did make things semi-right Yeah. Um, in, in Florida, but that's about it. Okay, he's not gonna. He's not gonna make your life better. You know the, gonna... the the only people that did good were the people that were forced to. Because and, Andrew Japan. A, Andreas Tegner, right? Uh-huh. He even came out and, and said he said he would Anders have. Andreas Tegner. And Anders Tegner, he he came out and said he would have locked down and he would have made people wear masks, but he constitutionally didn't have the power to do it. No, he didn't. Didn't have the power. So and that was he, right, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not a good guy either. And Japan. Japan, the Japanese tend to do what the government asks them to do, but they had no power to impose lockdowns or mask wearing. And no, therefore, and I, if you didn't want to do it in Japan, you didn't need to do it. And Mr. Corbett didn't do it. And he I mean, lives in Japan and never had any problems. Yeah, the question is, people, do you want to hand literal control of your ability to leave your home to narcissistic psychopaths? Do you want yeah. to hand that kind of control to them? Because you did. You've done that once already. Um, and, and, and what I'm seeing globally, in fact, well, especially, like I say, in more developed Western nations, is that this trend is not going to stop anytime soon. Because you basically have two-party systems anywhere you look. You might as well call them the Uniparty, because they seem to be in lockstep with each other on things that really matter to you 
<laughs> well, look, look at Mitch McConnell in the States. What's he just gone and done? What has Mitch done now? He just told the Republicans not to impeach Biden. Why? Because it would be bad for the country. <laughs> Is this Mitch McConnell that freezes at the, the dais? Uh, reboot, reboot, reboot. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. Right, if, if, there's, if there is a reason, a legitimate reason to impeach Joe Biden, then impeach him. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You shouldn't, be, yeah. you shouldn't be letting people off with things just well, no, because you no, think I, it would be bad for the country. They don't well, let Donald off with things. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm just saying if... If the Donald really is being, you know, charged with things, and he's guilty of these things, then uh, surely the precedent is set and you must start investigating, pressing charges and convicting other people who are in these offices. you would think so. You would think yeah. so. I mean, right. I mean, it's only, it's only fair. So, uh, if, I, I, before, if I told... Oh, sorry, sorry, you couldn't say something. Yeah, before we move out of this sort of train of thinking and, and, and all of that... I've been asking myself today, whilst being in various states of self-pity, uh, because I've <laughs> not been well, but I've been asking myself, am I an activist? Are we activists? Because we get accused of this Who, who accuses of being activists? Well, people that would disagree with us, right? Well, how are we an activist? a lot over the years. The, the only um, thing I'm trying to activate is people's thinking capacity. <laughs> well, you know, I was speaking to Trudy earlier on, actually. I was speaking to Trudy earlier on, and I, I, we, were, we were talking about something. I, I won't say what, but, um, but uh, I kind of said I wasn't interested in any of these going to any of these activist events. No. I'm not interested in them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go and sort of represent an activist organisation, because if I'm an activist for anything, it's the the free and open right to discourse and nothing more. Uh-huh. But that's it. So, no, I don't think I am an activist. And I, I've, I've also been thinking, did I fall any more right-wing? Because I said to you the other day, didn't I? I said, yeah. you know, no, I don't think I have. I'm still okay. a massive hippie. That doesn't mean you're not right-wing. Free love, man. That still doesn't mean you're not right wing. Well, I honestly don't think I have, because my my positions really haven't changed on most important things. So, um, right. So, well, actually, here's a bit of a deep question. Then, since it's Wednesday and it's not Friday night, and nobody's drinking, uh, <laughs> here's a bit of a deep question. So, go for it. People, people have kind of moved away from traditional core values, okay? And right. you see that, and you can, you can see that, and you see the way that society has changed, because I keep banging on about this as the end times, you know? Dogs and cats in the street, etc., right? Yep. Hedonism, you know, people are, people, people have, they have lost faith in not only a deity, but they've lost faith in themselves, Right, yeah. And it seems to be that things like we we get pushed more and more towards considering ourselves as nothing more than highly evolved apes, right? But that's kind of what we are. Are we? 
Well, there's completely nothing science. like an ape, though. Oh, like if I were to believe science... Then oh, right, where's... Yeah, no, no, this is the problem, and this is why you have to question everything, because you say if we were to believe science, science doesn't tell us that we're evolved from no, apes. It poses, it poses a theory, and I yeah. do think I spoke incorrectly there. Yeah, but it doesn't tell us we're descended from apes because it can't show us how. It posits that we are. I mean, that's yeah, but, why you always yeah, hear the term but, missing link. Right, but that it's the missing. problem, right? So the problem there then is every every animal in the world appears to have a missing link because there's nothing in the fossil record that shows transitory forms between you know fauna from this era to that era to that era. Nothing changes; they just appear fully formed and ready to go, right? So the question is. You get minor evolutions, like, for instance, breeding a dog. Right? The X-Men. But, but there's nothing to show us, nothing to show us that we were ever descended from apes, and there's a big problem with that, and that we have a different amount of chromosomes. Straight away. Right? Well, so what's the question? Because you've, you've asked me a question, and we actually haven't got to it. <laughs> Well, the question was that we've been driven to think of ourselves more and more as animals, right? Yes. Which, does that not ultimately lead us to behave more and more as animals and to have no regard for what's, what the consequences are and how other people feel? Are we removing our empathy? Are we removing our responsibility? Are we just behaving as beasts living solely for the moment is that what's happening to society at the moment in I pose the question in some respects maybe you know uh, people who have got no drive people who have got nothing to strive towards people who have got no values to want to you know uphold are easier to manipulate they're easier to control yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, they're easier to to confuse. They're easier for everything. Va Hold on a sec. I've just got a notification here. Vaughan says, I think we're considered even less than that. All we are now is walking carbon producing more carbon. Mm -hmm. And do you know what? In the minds of narcissistic psychopaths, I think he's probably absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and this is going to sound, well, I don't know if you'll like this, should it matter? Should, and the reason I ask that is because why should we be concerned with anything other than our own well-being and the well-being and, and the values of, of ourselves and that of our immediate family, perhaps? But why well, should we... Right, so where do you draw the line then? I think you should be concerned. I mean, it, it's like if I said to you, right, if I said to you, um, you, you, you can afford to eat, right? Barely, but yeah. you can afford to eat, right? So yeah. you, you don't live in extreme poverty, okay? Mm. And if I said to you, if, um, if we, we could either give you a hike in your amount of money or whatever, therefore you would have, say, say you had 25% extra, or I took 10% off 
And if I took that 10% off, that would mean we would eradicate poverty throughout the entire world, right? Okay? But, or you could have 25%, which would allow you and your family to go on two or three holidays every year or whatever, right? Which one would you pick? I mean, it's obviously the one where I'm worse off and everyone else is better off. Yeah, yeah. It's right, so I think values, I think what you're saying there is that values do matter. Yeah, and you should consider is- other people. But no, I'm not saying that. Oh, you're not. I'm saying, what are no, you saying I'm, then? Well, I'm saying that though that that would that would in taking the extra twenty five percent that would be conflicting with my own values. But my own values will differ from somebody else's values. And no, we're, values not, okay, but we're not talking them. about other people's values. What we're talking about is should you be concerned for other people or not? Well, and you just said values, you, you've said that you shouldn't be right. But then, by the same token, you've just told me that you are. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... Okay, let me try and explain this a little bit better. Um, Just because I am doesn't mean you have to be. Uh, Don't put this on other people, right? Let's just go back to, should we be concerned for other people or not? That's the question. Morally, yes. Legally, no. Right. But that's not an answer. Well, because it goes right back to what we were saying right back at the beginning of the show. You can look at things from different perspectives. No, but we're not looking at anything from two different perspectives. We're saying people have moved away, right, from considering other people in in many circumstances, right? And they're behaving more and more like animals. I agree. So how do you stop them doing that? On an individual level, it can only be done on an individual level. There's no, there's, there's no one-size-fits-all solution for anything, John. And look at what happened in Oxford Street today. What, well, you mean what's going on in Oxford Street until at least Tuesday, I believe? Yeah, well, yeah, the, the kind of... Orga- well, not organised, but encouraged um, looting of businesses, yeah? Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't just encouragement. It was direct calls to looting of JD Sports at 2 o'clock today, I believe. Yeah, right. Not that, um, This is yeah. not something we're encouraging. We're just reporting not on at all. it. Um, and uh, the police had to step in and basically issue a dispersal order on all of Oxford Street. Yeah. Literally the biggest shopping street in the country. So, first of all, why do we need legislation to tell people to disperse? I'm not sure there's a difference between need and people wanting. Or, or there may be a difference here. I, see, I can't understand. I can't understand why we're making laws that are already enforceable by other laws that we've already got. Well, this is it, if people at the end are, of the day... If people are stealing stuff from shops, you can lock them up, right? Exactly. Therefore, why do you need a dispersal order? If people are hanging about and causing people to be put into a state of alarm, you can lock them up, 
Right. And what does this dispersal order even mean? Who does it cover? Well, exactly. I mean, does that mean I can't go shopping at Oxford Street today? Yeah, well, well I don't know. Well, because Sadiq Khan's, Khan's effectively said, don't go there because it could become a high crime area. <laughs> That this is the mayor of well London bundle. telling you that one of his streets is going to be a high crime area, right? Yeah. What's going wrong with our society? I mean, like Harold says in the chat, it means nothing, nothing happened. Well, of course nothing happened, because it was obviously done to elicit some kind of reaction or response, and it got what it wanted. What do you mean nothing happened? Nothing happened in Oxford Street today. Yeah, that People were getting locked no, up left, right and centre. No, that footage and photos was from the last year. Was it? It's from last year. But anyway, so so what's the um why? Why do we why why is this happening? Is it because we've lost our moral compass? Perhaps. But you say we, you know. Uh, who's we? This is going back to what I said earlier. Uh, no, when I say we, I mean day. everyone. Perhaps. It, it, it's, it's really... It's, it's not something that I have the power to answer, as a fact. I yeah. don't know. But what I do know is this. People are being emboldened to be twats. Uh -huh. And they're being emboldened to be twats by... Uh, let's say, okay, let's take what... Well, uh, right, okay, let, let, let's, look at, let's look at racism. Right. Hold, hold on, because I want to talk about this exact thing that we're talking about in a minute, right? Because yeah. Judy asks, please explain to me about Oxford Street. Well, what's happened is some people went on TikTok and said, oh, let's go loot JD Sports on Oxford Street at this afternoon and put that out. And uh, it was shared wildly and massively. And uh, basically it was a direct call to go to Oxford Street today and loot JD Sports, uh, among other businesses as well. Um and so the police and Sadiq Khan stepped in and put a full dispersal order on the street, on Oxford Street. Uh, and I guess that applies to everybody, so families with kids and everything. Um, I'm not sure. So, so uh, you don't live in a free country anymore? What do you mean anymore? Did we yeah, ever? OK, well, yeah, but... Haven't we always been under some kind of monarch who you, demands taxation? Yeah, but you, you certainly don't live in a free country when they can tell you not to walk down a public road. Yeah, yeah, no. I For no um, other reason. You know, there's, there's, there was I'm, no other reason not to walk down that road. But what I'll say is this. The reason people are feeling emboldened to make stupid videos like that and do things like that is because of how you see the kid gloves being put on someone like Mizzy. Right, so, so that, brings us back, that. that brings us back to where I was because people seem to think that black people are hard done to in this country or in any country, right? And that right. people don't give them the right full place in society and um, and don't allow them the same enjoyment and and uh, and respect that white people get, right? So people seem to think that black people are do something extra, right? But why do they think that? Because Society has completely changed from the 60s. I mean, if we look at the 60s, right, 4% four percent of Americans said it was appropriate for a man and a woman of mixed race to marry. 
in the 60s. 4% right. of the people, right? Yep. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what the that's what the statistics were in the in the sixties, right? The statistics these can... days are now ninety four percent say that that's perfectly say, acceptable, right? So near a hundred percent, right? Oh yeah. So so the question is, why do why do black people think they are put on when they are obviously not? In fact, it's now gone to the point where they are getting. Um, and we don't use that word positive because there is no positive when it comes to discrimination. But they are actually being pre-selected, you know, for for additional things. Well, I, w I will say this. Um, when people are told for their entire lives that this is the way, okay? Mm -hmm. When you are told that you are, you know... Have you have you heard of the bigotry of low expectations? Mm -hmm. So the bigotry of low expectations, meaning that a white person, for example, would look at a black person and say, oh, you know, we're going to help him up into that job because he wouldn't be able to do it by himself. Yeah, that's the bigotry of low expectations. You don't expect that somebody would be able to do that. And I think that that is so ingrained in Western civilization as well. They want to, you know. There's a lot of a, a, a saviour complex, should we say. But, the, yeah. but, but people are told that they are victims. They are told repeatedly that they won't amount to anything because the, the system says that you won't amount to anything, so they believe it. Why wouldn't they believe it? They're told it every minute of every day. They and believe who, it. Who does that? Well, what do you mean, who does that? Who tells them that? Well, certainly the liberal elite. And and how do they tell them that? By being racist. No, but how how does the message get percolated down to people? Well, through the mainstream media. Via, I was going to say via so many means it's unreal. No, but through the mainstream media. Yeah. They percolate no. it down. I I I've I've never ever ever advocate it for treating anybody differently because of the colour of their skin. I don't think you should. I think you should look at someone as if they are a person. Doesn't matter where they're from, doesn't matter who they pray to, it's their actions and what they do that matter. It's not even to an extent what they say, it's what they do and how they may, you know, affect your life positively or negatively is how you decide about I, I guess a person and and how you see them. Well, um, so yeah, I mean, and and Andrew's saying through schools and Tony's mentioned education, and you realise schools schools didn't come about until we invented factories. Yeah, schools are just a factory training ground. That's all they are. Yeah, yeah, that's all they're for. That's to train you yeah. to be a good little worker, sit in your desk at your workstation and get your work done. So yeah, I don't think we should be. I don't think we should be disseminating the message to anybody that uh, their skin colour means that they will inherently the, not yeah. make it in life. But by the same token, I refuse to apologise for my my skin colour. Why would I? Exactly, but people do. I'm, yeah, I mean, and I, this no, doesn't help the situation because. The problem is these people think they think they're helping the situation. These clowns that still go out there and bend the knee, right? Mm -hmm. 
on the football pitch or whatever, they mm. think they're being all virtuous and everybody looks up to them and thinks, oh, they're they're how as a if you were a black person, how fucking patronising is that? Like, well, exactly. It's how so patronising is it? It's about as patronising as Megan Rapinoe signing a ball. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's ridiculous. And the thing is, the ones that, the ones that kind of take advantage of these people, right? They're, they're no better. Well, of course not. You know, I mean, the whole thing, but now we're back, we're back to the fall of society and we're back to the fourth turning. We are in a crisis as we speak. We are in several crises. Yeah. We rolled into one. Well, that doesn't matter, but you don't need to roll into one. We are in a crisis quarter. We are in a crisis. I'm going to say something. What? And you can disagree with me here, but it is those narcissistic psychopaths at the top that have purposely put us in these social positions. Do you think they've done it purposely? Or do you think it's just happened as a result of them being narcissistic psychopaths who are only out for their own gain? No, divide and conquer, baby. Divide and conquer. How? Well, what do you mean, how? Well, how have they done it? Well, okay. Let's uh, talk about Dark Brandon. Right, what about him? I like my coffee like I like my voters. Yeah, yeah, but is he is he generating that, or is he responding to what society's telling him? He's done something like this before. I yeah, but they all that. have. But I mean, look at Johnson, right? Look uh-huh. at Johnson when it came to that that day in March 2020 when he said, "Let's just hold off." And wait and see, because there's no need to knee-jerk, there's no need Correct. to take, you know, there's no need uh-huh. to take a course of action that may be We're the British, wrong course. We'll just take it on the chin, yeah. I believe he said. Yeah, and within a day, I think it was, right, uh-huh. he completely changed his mind. Because of pressure? From, I, I, and I know you're going to say he's nudging it, but... I think it was all, ultimately, it was pressure from the people to be seen to be doing something. Yes, it was, it was, it was, I was not actually going to say his nudge unit. Right. His nudge unit would have been a part of it and probably would have been behind it, but it was mostly the media. It was the mainstream media. It was the, and, you don't look like you care about and us. And they'd driven the people to the point where the people were going, well, he's not doing enough. Well, exactly. And it's well, like, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I mean, people blamed. And you people, people are not doing enough. Hit that bloody like button. And pay his money. There you go. <laughs> anyway, right, let's lighten up a bit. Let's, um, let's get back into the, um, the I news. I think it's been very deep this last 50 minutes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has. So, and um, you've still got something else you want to go in about. Uh, well, yeah, but it's a bit lighter. Um, right, so uh, if... Um, if I said to you that I had come to this country in a dinghy across a dangerous stretch of water and I now have a pathological fear of water and cannot go on a barge, what would you say? 
You're having a laugh. I was going to say, I, I, the first thing I'd ask, uh, because I would, I would immediately think this a suspicious ploy to remain on the island that you are now on. Yeah. Uh, I, do you now have a fear of flying? Also, that's my first question. <laughs> oh yes, I have an absolute fear of flying. Oh, so you need to remain here on this island. Yeah. Okay. Now, do do you have any legitimate claim to asylum? Any evidence of even who you are? No, that's, no. That's, no, no, okay, well, if we don't, you can't even give us who you are, where you're from, or documentary no. proof of your claim to asylum. No, can't give you anything. Yeah, I know. The, because at the end of the day, I was actually having this conversation, I was having this conversation with, with someone, I believe, who is watching the show, uh, Luke, yesterday, um, uh, and... I've got no qualms with people that legitimately arrive in this country via, you know, safe, normal means, land here on a flight, go to customs with documentary proof they are being, you know, oppressed or, or something like that, mm-hmm. and said, I need help, I need asylum. Make those claims, hopefully we accept you. Yeah. Fantastic, right? I have massive qualms with, with the idea of swarms of young men, not families, not women, not children, swarms of young men who can't even show documentary proof of who they are staying in 12 hotels right near my kids. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do anything to my kids. What I'm saying is, I don't know. We don't know who these people are. We don't know whether, you know, they could all be really, really good people. I mean, I know for at least one of them isn't because he stole my bloody phone. But um, at the end of the day, we uh, we don't know, and until we know that these people are here for genuine reasons, should we really be be placing them in in communities? Should we should we be doing that? Um, and that's more of a safety concern for the people that are already here. And I'm not just talking about the indigenous population because these towns are already pretty damn diverse. They're made up of people oh, from all walks really. of life. I'm not really. England's still, England's still, what, 90, 90% white? 86% white? It's not as diverse as you think it is. But I don't really care for the the well-being of just the white people, is what I'm saying. I care for the well-being of everybody who's already here and is already putting in their hand... Well, all you need to say then is British citizens. Yeah, well, not people that are living here legitimately. Yeah. Because some of them well, that's effectively, exist. yeah, okay, but that effectively covers the majority of people that are British citizens. And you just, uh, you don't know if the 12 hotels that are full of people are full of people that escape from a prison somewhere. You don't know, no, you because don't. you don't know who they are. Yeah. And if we, if we can't even prove who they are or where they are from, how can we ever prove whether or not their asylum claims are legitimate? How? Well, you probably can't. So they should go back. I'm not, I'm not trying to say it to be mean or to be nasty. What I'm saying is there, there is, there is way and, ways and means of doing things right. for a reason. If you, if you went to America, right? Mm-hmm. If you bought a ticket, went to America, arrived at the airport and said... I wish to claim asylum, right? Mm-hmm. They would take you and they would they would investigate it and then send you back, right? Yes. Have they been really nasty? 
Well, it depends. If I have no, a legitimate no. claim to asylum. <laughs> you as you are right now, if you got on a plane, went to America and says, I claim asylum, and they said, no, your asylum has been rejected, are they being mean and nasty, or are they just following their procedures for people who want to arrive and live in their country? Well, they're doing that. I right. mean... Yeah, okay. So they're not being mean and nasty. So why are we being mean and nasty when we take in these people who are unable to prove their asylum claims and we say, well, they need to go back? But we can't because they get tied up in red tape in court for 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 years and, and, and ultimately get, get lost in the system. And we have no idea. I mean, we probably no idea how many people are in this country. No, and you know, it's it's thousands now. It's thousands a week. It's thousands a week yeah. that are coming across. Do we know who all of these people are? No, of course do we don't. Do we know where they're from? Do we know that they have legitimate claims of asylum? We don't know anything. No, we don't. What we have is a system that is more than likely the asylum system itself. I'm just There's probably nothing you know. wrong with the system. It just needs to no. be applied. That's well, the problem. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to liken this to poll tax, John. Because the reason poll tax collapsed is because there were so many people that wouldn't pay it. It wasn't the riots. It was there were so many people that wouldn't pay it that the court system would have been backed up for so many years just dealing with this one and, thing. And right? I still say to this day, the poll tax was a fairer system than what we have now. But the point is, that's, that, was, that was the reason that the system collapsed. And that's exactly the reason the asylum process is not properly being applied now. Because there are so many people in that system that have made that claim, it would be impossible. It would be impossible to do the work. No, I don't think it would. I think if they applied themselves, they could get it done. I don't think so. Yeah, I think they could. I mean, why, why how couldn't big they? Is, how, how big is the team? We'll make the team bigger. There's plenty of people looking for jobs. Make the team yes, bigger. I, yeah. See, I completely agree with that, but in its current form, I do believe that it's impossible. Okay. Well, then what do you do? Well, you either make the team bigger or you have to... Then you've got one of two options, haven't you? A general amnesty to people who are already here and start again, which is something I believe that they will probably do, first of all. <sighs> Or you do you you crack the whip, so to speak. You know, you come down hard and you say, right, okay, we can't, we can't, we we do have to restart, but we have to we have to send everybody that's in a hotel that hasn't had a successful asylum claim back somewhere else. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think we've lost audience tonight. We haven't been too funny tonight. It's been very serious. Yeah. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. At the, at the, end, at the end of the day, this is such a, such, such a big, broad problem in our country that everybody's so afraid to talk about. And they are. People mm -hmm. are so afraid to talk about it that I can't say anything fairer than, you know, if we don't know who people are, we and they're not giving us any evidence of who they are. Yeah. And they're not making waves to prove that their asylum claims are legitimate. How can we continue to keep them in communities in this country uh, when we don't even know? They could have they could have escaped from prison having doing life for triple murder. Mm -hmm. We just don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I agree with, I agree with you 100%. And I, like I say, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm, I'm all for being fair. I'm all for helping people that need it. Yeah. I'm all for, you know, people coming in. And then you say, oh, they can't, they can't, oh, what if they can't afford? Well, surely getting on a plane from somewhere and flying in legitimately is more than likely cheaper than paying these traffickers. Yeah, but they can't come that way. And you know why they can't come that way? Because the airlines won't fly them. They don't have any passports? No. Well, it's, nothing, it's nothing to do with passports. It's nothing to do with anything like that. If they come in legitimately, right, through an airplane, through a carrier, the carrier is responsible for taking them back. I not the government. That that was the I wasn't aware that that was the case. That's why they don't fly in. Because it is, it'd be much cheaper. I mean, they get a flight from Paris to, to London for, what, 100 quid? Get way cheaper than that. Yeah, and, and yet they're paying, what, 4,000 quid to go on a rubber thingy and risk dying? Mm. Because if you come legitimately... Or if you come over with a carrier, the carrier won't. The carrier will do all the work at the front end, and you won't get across because they would well, have to pay to take you back. Well, it's not that. It's that if you, yes, if it you is. show up to an airport, but if you show up to an airport in Paris and you you go to go to passport control and you've got no passport, no, they've got all, passports. They throw them away yeah. on the boats, right? But they've got they passports. They don't they? Yeah, they've got. They, they they get right through Europe with their passport. They so could fly. They could get on a plane, but they won't because as soon as they get on a plane, the carrier's going to end up paying to take them back. So the carrier won't put them on a plane. That's why they don't fly. And that part that part worked brilliantly. But the problem is, we're an island, but we're too close. Yeah. Well, that's a good question also, Julie. Where are these people getting £4,000 for a dinghy from? I don't know. Crazy. You know, people sh- people <laughs> show up in, uh, and I've seen them, seen, seen them in, you know, 500, £600 trainers walking off at... Uh, and I look at them and go, well, first of all, they're ugly as shit, right? But second of all, not the people, the trainers. Um, but second of all, why the hell... Where have you got £600 for a pair of trainers and £4,000 to get on a boat from? I couldn't afford those. <sighs> I know. Right, um, shall we do some news? Really... Diane Abbott. She's nah. the news right now, isn't she? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, she's not the prettiest. She's not the sharpest tool in the box. We know that. She's a moron. Let yeah. me just say it as it is. Diane Abbott is a moron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this yeah, it was, a, it was an ever... ill-considered tweet. It was very ill-considered. And at least she had the sense to delete it, but as you know, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go and look it up. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Because we're not reading that one out. Right, we're not reading that one out. So, um, uh, let's go to Mali, okay? Okay. So, Wagner, t- this, is, this is a headline for the masses, this one. Wagner terrorists have been attacked on the border of Mali by Al-Qaeda. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> yes. That's a classic. Yes. That's a classic. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we need to say any more about that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Is this where we are? Yeah, this is where we are. This is where the level... I mean, you saw um, you saw Lord's Ha Ha in the, in the pre-roll, right? Yep. Dehumanising the enemy. Because if you dehumanise the enemy, you don't need to think about them as human, so you don't need to feel sorry for them. They're easier to dispose of, you know. Um, just makes everything a lot better. It's isn't a classic, that, classic propaganda technique in times of war. Isn't that the sort of thing that, you know, a certain... Austrian man that led Germany did to a certain religious group of people. Yeah, but I mean, everybody does it. Everybody does it on both sides. You always dehumanise your enemy. But the Ukrainians seem to... Well, let's be fair. The Ukrainians follow many tactics <laughs> that they picked up during the Second World War. On their friend, the Austrian man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah yeah there you oh go. Jesus Christ so yeah I mean the brain, the brain Russians just yeah. it's I don't understand I can't I can't understand what people like that think I don't understand how they think how how do they get themselves into a position where they are they are whoring themselves out to a foreign country as a prostitute for for propaganda. I mean, it's disgraceful. Money, 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 money! Yeah, but it's... Money. How can how can you live with yourself when you're doing something like that? It's just... It, it really is no better than something you would scrape off the bottom of your shoe. Honestly, uh, once again, I, uh, you know, I don't know because I don't think like that. And I don't know how one can think like that. I don't know. Anyway, but, let's let's go to Niger. So Niger have um, Niger have responded. They've too, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Niger have responded to France by installing a new president. <laughs> it is not the yes, one. They have. It is not the one that the French wanted re reimposed. Uh, and they have also, I believe, Guff, told the French to go. Themselves. Yeah, Guff was out there as well. So, our friend Victoria Newland went out to, to give them a stern talking to, and they basically told her to go do one. Well, Quite yeah. rightly so. Um, so, Niger... Here's things I found out about Niger yesterday that I didn't know. So, Niger produces about 25% of France's uranium. Right? Ooh... So that's one of the reasons why France is quite keen to keep Niger and its tentacles. Um, they also have a gas pipeline, did you know, that goes from Nigeria right across, right across Africa to Spain, right? So it goes from Nigeria right across Africa to Spain, which will provide natural gas to Europe, which is handy since someone destroyed the Nord Stream, right? But Nigeria have said, no, we're cutting that pipeline off because <laughs> it goes through, not Nigeria, Niger has, uh, Niger has said, we're yes, cutting that yeah. pipeline off. 
Why they, could they not pick another name? They've got Nigeria and then Niger. I mean, why, why do they have to do that? It's just inconsiderate. I'm saying nothing. Nothing. <sighs> so anyway, whatsoever. speaking about uranium, did you know, did you know that um, off the something like 1,100 plus sanctions that the US applied, the US and Europe applied on uh, Russia, uranium was left out of it? Big shock! Because Russia supplies 50% of America's uranium requirement. That, that does shock me, actually. Russia supplies 50% of Russia's uranium requirement. Of America's. That's ridiculous. Of, of that, America's, if that, sorry. If that statistic is correct, indeed... I mean, things have come a long way since the Cold War. That that much I can say. Oh yeah. Well, there was, there's been no reason. Oh god. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Are you being attacked? So, um, meanwhile, the EU are quietly rolling back some of the restrictions or, or sanctions on individuals, on Russian oligarchs, and things like that. Did you know that? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're going to, they're going to court, and of course they're saying no, you can't actually apply these um, restrictions. So they just seem to be doing it quietly and not reporting it to anyone. Yeah. Good, good. Right, I, I think um, I'm just going to nip to the. I'm going to leave that thing I was going to go on about until Friday. So I'm going. I think that's probably a good idea. I'm right. I'm going to nip to um, the end. Uh, the, ooh, uh, towards yeah. the end. You're going, to, you're going to skip to towards the end, are you? Yeah. Uh, Andrew says, wasn't Hillary involved in negotiations of Russian uranium deal for a few years back? Probably. Um, India has also halted construction of a pipeline with Iran, according to Tony in the chat. India's, Indians are weird because they are a big fence-sitter. They always have been. And if you've ever dealt with them, you'll know that it can be difficult to get to the truth. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it can what? be difficult to get to the... <laughs> Where have you gone, John? I'm still here. Hold on. He's got up. He's walking away. He's now disappeared out of frame. I, I honestly can't tell you what's happening here. Um, he's just blacked out his screen. He's got up. He's wandered off. He's left me all alone to deal with you wonderful people. Spencer says, I'm not saying it's aliens. Well, he did. He did appear to get up of his own free will. So I don't think there was some kind of beam of light involved. So I think we're okay there. Uh, Tony says, put 10 bob in the lecky, John. I think. Oh, he's back. What happened? Hello. Did you just go and relieve your bladder? No, I changed the battery on the, <laughs> the camera. Oh, why didn't you tell us that's what you were doing? Well, I thought you kind of guessed because it just went black. And I went, whoa. I thought the, you turned it off. No, no, I hadn't turned it off. It, the, 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 um, the battery ran it. So it kind of was putting 10 bob in the lecky then, Tony. Yeah. You know, the equivalent of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andrew says the Indian IT techs took offence. 
Yeah, <laughs> probably. Hey. Perhaps right. indeed. Right. Where were we? Moving on. That's where we were. The Secret Service have admitted that um, they have they did find cocaine in the phone booth in the White House, and it did belong to a member of the Biden family, but it wasn't Hunter. <laughs> it wasn't Hunter. So who was it? But the thing is, why would they even say it belonged well, to no, a member no, 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 of the they, Biden family? They didn't, they didn't say member of the Biden family. Oh, all right, okay. right, We have to be absolutely correct here. What they said was somebody within the Biden family orbit. Oh, good grief. And then so why wouldn't why we just say we, we don't actually know whose it was, but it wasn't Hunter's. No, we know it wasn't Hunter's. They said, they said we know it wasn't Hunter's, we know who it was, and apparently Joe also knows who it was. So how, um... <laughs> it was Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an allegation. How it's been proven at this time? How, and do you know what? If Hunter Biden wants to come at me, come ahead. I think you've got bigger fish to fry, mate. But I mean, really, really, why? Why would they even admit it? The whole thing's ridiculous. I, I, well. Uh, I'm not going to blame uh, Andrew. I think that's a bit too soon for that kind of joke. I was going to go in there. That's just too soon. Oh, too soon. Yeah. It's too soon. Oof. I, I, that, that's the other thing. How would they? How could they categorically state it wasn't Hunters? Because he still because have well, it. They know who it. Because they know who it was. They're just not saying. Yeah. How do you know it wasn't the the big guy himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> well, uh, the United States is a country that can be described in one word. Have you heard this ridiculous, this ridiculous stuff going around the interwebs about Meghan Markle? Running for president. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Apparently, her, her king has said, right? Right. That she can keep her title even if she runs for president. <laughs> That wouldn't, strictly speaking, be legal, I think. Why? That, that, Why wouldn't they would do anything... Well, how could they have... How could they, as a country, have a member of the British monarchy in the, in the position of power when the Constitution exists to secede them from the British monarchy? Have you seen George, Bish, George Bush's <laughs> genealogy? <laughs> Was he a sitting member of the British royal family with a title at the time he, he sat the highest office of the land? Just about. <laughs> well, apparently he said that she could keep it. Well, I'm just saying, um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't, uh, think, I, don't, could, I don't think there'd be anything against it. It's a republic. Well, Spencer says you could argue that it's a new empire. Not according to Al Sharpton, it's a democracy. Oh, yeah, because let's face it, the Reverend Al Sharpton is the sharpest man in the 
you know, knife in the drawer, isn't he? No, he's not. No, he's, he's never not. been. Never been. So, um, so... <laughs> I'm going to introduce this one that Ben gave me earlier. So This is a good one, folks. This, this, I know is, exactly what he's saying. This is, this, I can believe this, right? Because this is kind of Finnish humour, right? This is how Finns think. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. So, <laughs> Finn puts 12 kilograms, 12 kilograms of this dynamite. Finland, by the way. What? This is, I'm telling them this is in Finland. Yeah. Not a guy named Finn. Yeah. A Finn, a Finnish chap, puts 12 kilograms in his friend's cars. <laughs> Along of his friends' cars, along with detonators, and then phones them up and tells them as a joke. Needless to say, needless to say, his friends did not take this lightly and contacted the police. He now faces. Hello, sir, Keith. I have put the dynamite in your car. Like I said, I would. He now faces up to two years in jail. (laughs) I have a hair in my mouth. It was only a joke. It was only a joke, John. He's probably. It's probably been something around the lines of he was trying to frighten them or something. He probably said, I have lots of dynamite, you don't believe me, I will blow up your car. And Why are you talking <laughs> like a Swedish chef? <laughs> That's how I imagine <laughs> Finnish right. people so, speak. <laughs> uh, like, let's, briefly, let's briefly dip back into how people in, in current society behave, right? So, guy goes out. Finds an owl drowning in his pool. Right? Right. Rescues it. Dries it. Nurses it back to health. Owl's fine. Right? Facebook has a fucking meltdown. Right? What? They have a meltdown. Why hasn't he got a net over his pool? Yeah. Owl falls in pool, gets rescued, dried off. Owl's none the the worse for wear. Facebook goes nuts because he hasn't got a net over his pool. Oh, Don, let's just call up whoever's in the old... uh... Whoever's doing the park ranger in at the Lake District, right? Let's just tell them. You know them big fuck-off lakes you got over yeah, there? Yeah, you better yeah? put a net over them in case a pod falls out. nets over them. Yeah. What happened? They all fell in there. <laughs> <laughs> People fall in those lakes and drown. Why isn't there a net over them? <laughs> That's just mental. This is, but this I is mean, what people... This is... It's like a it's like a govern me harder type thing, isn't it? It's like you know, just just govern me harder. Tell me exactly what to do, and don't let me don't don't let people do anything at all that might be construed as thinking for themselves. Yes, daddy. Net, yeah, the the new the new net all rivers and oceans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that Atlantic get a net over it. <laughs> 
Uh, just stop open bodies of water doesn't really have the same ring to it, does it? Doesn't. Just net uh, everything. Just net all. Yeah, just net everything. Just net all. <laughs> <laughs> and what if, okay, what if, boys and girls, there's a flash flood, because these things do happen, your high street becomes a river, because that can also happen, and then a few birds drowning that. We meant to net the fucking high street, too, just in case. Yeah, just net all. Net everything. Just net everything. Keep birds out. So, um, right. last one right. of the night. Um, t- right. TikToker goes viral on TikTok for exposing how iced tea is made in McDonald's. Right. Did you see this one? Nope. Bucket for of the iced tea, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Four pound bag of sugar. Yeah. And then she said, sometimes we use two. Yes. <sighs> Diabetes in a cup. <laughs> I want to give that woman a hug. <laughs> give me more sugar. That's just ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? Four pounds of sugar. <laughs> You're saying this to somebody drinking a can of full sugar cherry Coke right now. Yeah, I know. That's just ridiculous as well. I'm actually on my third can of that since being out here. So you've had about, what, 750 millilitres of sugar? Uh, I'll, I'll give you the ingredients, shall well, I? If you, well, sorry, if you, poured that into, if you poured that into a half pint glass, it would probably be three quarters full of the sugar. You know, if it was just the sugar. There's... Yeah, I, I, I've never heard of this Crooked House pub until it burned down today, but yeah, it did burn down. Or, it looked like an insurance job, didn't it? And the developers does, have just bought it. It does appear that one can of this is uh, 60, no, 42% of your daily allowance. <laughs> you don't need if you're a to daily, believe allowance, your daily allowance. What? If you're to believe that there is a daily allowance. Yeah, well, you don't need a daily allowance in sugar because it's not required as a carb. I mean, there's definitely 38 grams of sugar in this can. 38 grams of sugar? In this can. And you're going to drink four of them tonight. So that's 120 grams of sugar. Give or take. Put that on top of the three I had earlier. <gasps> no way! You're killing yeah. yourself. Yeah, you are killing yourself. You I'm pretty hooked, man. You have to stop it. Right. Okay. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this. I'd like to Hi. thank everyone, but I'm not sure I can. Can I? No, no. Oi. Uh, can I thank them? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for coming along tonight. It has been of a different, bit of a different one, bit of a different tone. It's been good though. Really enjoyed it. Nice having really deep conversations. Actually, it's something you don't see a lot of anymore. Okay, mm. and and we're going back to my question from earlier on. Am I an activist? Well, if I am, it's for being able to do this. It's for being able to do this. Just have discourse. And disagree, because we didn't agree on much tonight, John. I will say. No, we didn't. We didn't ag- but we're still didn't friends. Agree on much. Aren't we? <laughs> but you're still an asshole. <laughs> it's been great. For you. <laughs>
I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep, wonder but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless So they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity For everyone internally I had some people burning me But now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with Now they looking nervously And I don't really care what you think of me respectfully You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking bad But see, I will outwork you Turn you to an enemy Hurt you so bad that you're gonna need some therapy Motherfucking recipe I've been cooking up hits I'ma leave a legacy You'll be looking small When you're standing right next to me I'm five ten bitch But I'm ten feet Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way Coming out with a statement You really changed, man All your music and arrangement You don't know shit Shut your mouth, you can save it I'm the same dude that got his come up from the basement A hundred songs, a hundred weeks Didn't change it Experiments, development, intelligence and patience I'll do it all again Cause I never feel complacent Let's keep the good vibes Positivity's contagious I'm never looking back Cause I made a life that's passionate A college graduate suppressing all his talents, yeah We found a way to go and change Become an advocate Protecting control of your life Go out and battle And you think you have a dream Then act on it, get after it Get out your head and fucking capture it You got one life to master it Don't give up on your future We all start losers We're all late bloomers Gotta start up through the floor What you say? Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make 